This is a Colored Pencil Podcast, session number 98. Welcome to Sharpened Artist, a Colored Pencil Podcast, where we discuss in detail all things in and around colored pencils and the colored pencil artist. And now your hosts, Lisa Clow and John Middick. Hello, my name is John Middick, and I'm joined once again by my co-host, Lisa Clow of Lockery Fine Art. Lisa, how are you today? I am great. How are you doing? I am doing never better. I am super duper. <laughs> All the things. I am everything. <laughs> this is a show about colored pencil art, where we discuss colored pencil and the colored pencil artist. So, Lisa, what are we talking about today? We got a voicemail question from one of our listeners. All right, let's go ahead and listen to that. Hi, John and Lisa. My name is Chi. My question is, how do you manage time in order to do the things important to you? How this question came about is that as a newbie to this creative side of life, I find doing artwork and learning to improve skills require tough time commitments. On top of that, there are social media, blogging, and video making too. To all this, you add family or friends, because to be honest, I really like them. Then there's a full-time, high-pressure office job taking up most of the week and energy. A recent post by a fellow traveler on Lockery Artist Group also raised this issue, how after work, we are so tired and just want to watch TV. Before I left for overseas, I was barely doing one piece of art a week, which diminished to none. I am now on a one-year break. I'm creating more art and can see a jump in my skills. I find it harder each day to imagine returning to full-time office work or any office work, but I believe I'm not yet at a stage to monetize my artwork or even then to ditch my current job. You guys seem to be doing so much and are everywhere in a great way, so any thoughts you have to share will be most appreciated. I love your wonderful podcasts. Please keep them coming. Thank you. Okay, so Chi, thank you very much for sending this in. We really appreciate it. And if you would like to submit your voicemail to us, it's very easy to do this. Go to sharpenedartist.com slash podcast, and you will see the little player over on the right-hand side, and it floats around over there by you, and you can just click on it and record your message for us. All right, so Lisa, what do you think? Let's, let's kind of analyze this for a moment. She's talking about how that she's wondering how we get so much done and others, how other artists get so much done, it seems. And she's a newbie artist. She's trying to improve in her skills. And she knows that there's a lot of time commitment involved that would be required to improve in her skill set. Let's take that piece for a moment. Now, for me. I started a little bit different than a lot of artists started. I, well, maybe not completely different. I started doing artwork way before YouTube, way before social media. So when I worked full time, I used to work at an animal hospital. Very, very stressful job. I came home and painting was pretty much how I unwind or would unwind. That was my thing. That's what I enjoyed. So that it wasn't really hard for me to balance because that's the one thing I wanted to go home and do. And that's pretty much what I did most nights. I would go home and paint. So 
that is how, I mean, I was doing that for many, many years while I built up my skill level. So once I started teaching and shifted from working at the animal hospital to teaching classes, I used to teach four classes a week at Michael's back when they offered fine art classes. And that was an easy transition for me because once I built up those classes, I was able to just do that and no longer have to work full time at the animal hospital. So it was still art related, but I still had to go to work and then still had to come home and paint on different days. So it was a little bit different than I think what a lot of people will necessarily experience. But going home and getting the artwork done was very, very easy for me. Once social media came into play, that changes things a little. The problem with social media is I think it's so easy to waste time. It turns into a time sink instead of using it efficiently to help grow your business. Yeah, exactly. And let me just say something about that little piece of it right there. And that is that, you know, often I think we're on Facebook or Twitter or something, artists in general, that is, and or people in general, and we're really not doing anything productive. If you're on there and you just start finding that, you know, all of a sudden you're going down this little rabbit hole of looking at someone's videos or pictures or uh, following a discussion board and trying to figure out, you know, what the pros and cons are of, you know, the price of tea somewhere, then it's probably time to say, okay, I, I'm out of control. I cannot, I cannot do this. And what I think is helpful and what I've done, uh, not in that particular scenario, but in others, is I use Pomodoro. I use a Pomodoro timer, and I just say, okay, I'm going to block out everything, and that just means everything that would be distracting to me. I put that on my browser, and I start that timer, and I label that task and say, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to get this one task done and I'm not doing anything else during that time and schedule it and you know how long it takes you to be focused on something maybe 15 minutes maybe 30 minutes maybe an hour and you can also build in breaks those kind of things I mean you can do it on your phone too right you can do any of these kind of things where you you do a little trick on your mind you do that stuff Lisa I do it all the time and I think it's really helpful I, I probably should. Um, I am one who I've been catching myself doing this a lot lately where I'm just spending too much time reading random articles about just funny memes that came across and things that are kind of yeah. silly. And I need yeah. to stop. I mean, okay, they're somewhat entertaining, yeah. but I don't what? necessarily always have time for that. Yeah. I was doing that earlier. Instead, when I'm on Facebook, I should be on Facebook upload the photos I need to do, answer whatever questions I may need to, check whatever art groups, and that helps. I find that on my own personal friends list, I've got a lot of people that I don't know on that list. I mean, I think most of us do. There are hundreds of people there who I've never actually met, I've never actually spoken to. And it's really easy to go through the feed and just be scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and looking at things from from people who you don't really know. You don't, it's really not going to affect your life if you know what they had for lunch. So instead, I have my few art groups that I like when I'm behaving, I should say. I was not doing this today. I was wasting time today. But when I'm behaving, I will mostly just go straight to the art groups and not look at my actual full feed. I will look at the things that are most interesting, the things that are going to help me, whether that be art tips or in my case, I may be answering people's questions. That seems to be a better use of my time. And even when it comes to uploading your own art, I mean, in order to build the social media following, you do need to respond to people. You do need to have that discussion. But I don't think that you need to spend as much time on your news feed, your personal, you know, going through what everybody you've ever known or don't know has ever posted. That can probably be cut a lot. You can still post your artwork. You can still have the discussion when it comes to things to do with that artwork or things to do with the art groups that you're a part of. But I think finding a way to limit, there's so much of a distraction there. I mean, like I said, I... 
I don't normally spend that much time on Facebook. I did today. I found myself again and again going because I was having a discussion actually about orchids with somebody. And so I would go to read what that comment was. And while I waited for that person to reply, I would waste all this time looking through other things on the feed that just didn't, it didn't help my business. It didn't help me time-wise. It didn't help anything. I didn't need to be on Facebook at that moment. So I think being able to give yourself a limit. This is how much time I'm going to spend on Facebook. It's necessary for our art business, but we don't need to just hang out there all day. Right, right. And and, yeah, and speaking to that piece where we're just getting lost in there in some kind of news feed or looking through things. uh, Yeah, I mean, that that one little piece right there, you know, the weapons of mass distraction, and we have to stay focused on what we're doing. But here's here's the thing that happens, I think, and see if you agree with me on this, uh, you over there listening today. He already knows I'm You're looking at something then what happens is you're being distracted and sometimes you don't know it in your mind you're not consciously aware of it you're not thinking oh i'm being distracted right now you just find yourself doing that you're drifting and so what i want to encourage you to do is just to think to yourself i'm going to notice when i'm being distracted if you haven't done this already and yeah i know that some of you listening probably do this all the time and you recognize when you're being distracted but for some it it's it's kind of something it's a learned skill and you have to think okay i am being distracted right now and no judgment here but you just say to yourself the next time this happens i'm going to redirect my thoughts i'm going to go back over here to this one thing that i'm supposed to be focusing on I hope that helps. All right. So, Lisa, she also says, let's see here, she's wanting to improve in her skills. Yeah, that does take time. But here's the thing. I think that you can kind of incorporate that just in a habit that you decide, you know, I'm going to have some hours if it if it requires that. If you decide, you know, when I come home from work, I'm going to have some hours that I dedicate to my craft and I'm going to learn, you know, how to do X better, or I'm going to improve my skills because I'm going to have this habit of sitting down at the art desk and creating art. Now, your skills will improve just by the very fact, you know, that you're doing it. I think when it, with everything, it honestly comes down to scheduling, whether it be spending time with your friends and family, the time to eat, to go on walks. That's one of my issues that I keep skipping over to, um, to get your artwork done. For me, while yes, I don't have a busy office job, I still am technically working two jobs because I've got the business side of art where I'm doing the video editing, I'm doing the social media, I'm doing all of that on the first half of the day. And then all night long, I'm doing artwork or, you know, the actual getting, I have to get a new painting or drawing done every week. So I'm still putting in a ton of hours. And in order for me to get done what I need to get done, I have to stick to a very strict schedule. And when I start screwing around like I did today on Facebook, I don't get my videos edited like I need to. So I'll be up all night doing that. But that's my own fault. But having that schedule and knowing, okay, from noon until three, I'm going to be editing. From three to four, I'm going to be taking my dogs on a walk. I'm going to feed them. From four to six, I'm going to take my old lady nap. I didn't actually nap that whole time because I was screwing around on Facebook and I could have used that sleep. And then from six to seven, I get ready for the podcast. Seven to eight, I record. You know, everything is broken down Mm -hmm. and I've got time allotted for everything. When you start throwing things in that you've not scheduled, you don't get nearly as much done. And I think so often we like to think that if we schedule stuff, we're going to have less time. We want the freedom to go hang out with our friends when we want. We want the freedom to do this or that. You will have more freedom and more time if you schedule things. And that was a lesson that I had to learn, and it took me years to learn because I hate schedules, like passionately hate schedules. I just want to be free and do what I want when I want. Well, you don't get very much done when you live that way. 
So scheduling would be my biggest tip, no matter what it is, whether it be social media, trying to make videos, hanging out with your friends, everything, schedule a time for those things. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Uh, Schedules are important and you do have to make those time commitments. Now, here's the thing. You don't have to say to yourself, okay, I'm from eight to nine, I'm doing this. And if you don't want to, if you feel like that is restricting you too much, that's fine. But put things, you can do a different type of, of scheduling and you can say, okay, this day I'm going to have this accomplished before my head hits the pillow or whatever. You can, you can do it in different ways to kind of trick your mind into knowing that I still have freedom when I'm going to get this accomplished. But remember, everything's going to take longer than you think it's going to take. And let me just talk for just a moment then about, since you mentioned this, about having that that stressful office job and not having enough time to get everything done. You know, I I hear the thing circling around sometimes, this little mantra that people like to say, and they'll they'll use a different celebrity usually, but they'll say everyone has the same amount of hours in the day as, you know, Beyonce or whoever it is. Like, really, uh, John? You know, they'll really? stick somebody else in there like, okay, you know, the thing about that is we don't all have the same amount of hours in the day. Like, yeah, you have 24 hours. No, you don't. I don't, I do not have 24, the same 24 hours in the day that certain other people have. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. I have a commute to go to my day job. It's an hour in the morning. It's an hour and a half at least at night. That's non-negotiable because of some prior commitments and some prior priorities that I decided on a long time ago. And so you have to just take it for what it is and say, this is the reality that I have right now. This is what I'm doing right now. And that could change in the future, yes. But for right now, those are my commitments. The same, the same thing applies to family commitments and friends' commitments. And you got to figure out, is it really important to hang out with friends? And, you know, who are these friends? And are, is this really a beneficial relationship, you know, for them and you? that you're in. So you have to figure those things out. But I have some, I have a family. I have some girls and I made a commitment a long time ago that I have those, those people under my care and these girls are not going to raise themselves. I mean, at any moment, you know, I know when I'm sitting at my art desk drawing, someone's going to come in here and ask me some, some complicated question about the two gases on the periodic table and how they relate to one another and how to answer this, something like that. And so then we, you know, we look on Google and you just, need a sign to hold up that says that's what google's for simplifiers yeah. and yourself. and then the, or i'm gonna have to listen to a sob story about some drama at school or something <laughs> like that or i've got to go to a meeting at school about a band meeting that's going on or you know it, it, you never know what it is and it's always up in the air and there's always something that's going on there's something that in other words i've got time commitments that i've already just i i already made a decision about a long time ago these are my time commitments i'm going to stick to those because i made some commitments a long time ago you have the same thing you have a day job if it's a stressful job any any job stressful it doesn't matter what it is i don't care what you're doing if you're the fry nazi down at mcdonald's uh it can be a stressful job for you McDonald's. so depending on what it is and if you come back home and like Lisa, like you were saying, if it's a release, if it's, you know, something that you enjoy doing your art, then it's something that you're going to look forward to. And for me, that that really is something that, that I look forward to. I know I'm going to draw every day and I know I'm going to sit down there and I'm going to enjoy that. And I try to just flip the switch and say, OK, I'm not going to I'm not going to think about the office. I'm not going to think about, for, for example, this is interesting, but I had a meeting that lasted 
all day Friday from eight o'clock to five, a little after five. And we didn't break for lunch or anything else. We break had potty breaks a couple of times. You're welcome for including that. But um, what we did was we sat there and we worked through a problem because we had to uh, put a patch into uh, uh, in our database and it messed some stuff up. And so we were in damage control mode all day and it was fun and we missed payments uh, that went out to anyway i won't talk about all that stuff but it it uh, was a big disaster and it's still not fixed but you know i put that in a corner of my mind and decided after i left i'm i'm gonna you know i'm not gonna think about that i'm not gonna worry about that until monday morning there's no difference in friday afternoon and monday morning right but you have to compartmentalize things i guess is what i'm getting at and you have to decide ahead of time what your priorities and what your commitments are really going to be to a number of people and and what these things mean to you and what your goals are you have to, it i think it all starts with why doesn't it lisa i mean you have to you have to decide what is important exactly you know, your priorities which is it more important for me to sit and watch tv or get the artwork done yeah it sounds like more fun right now to watch tv but I've got to get work done. I have a deadline. And I think that's one thing yep. that definitely helped me too is setting deadlines for myself, not just scheduling. It's easy to schedule. Okay, I'm going to work on something and you kind of have to do it. You don't really put your whole heart into let's get this done. When you give yourself deadlines, that made all the difference in the world to me. When I committed to, I'm going to do one video every single week. That meant a whole new painting or drawing every single week. And at the time I thought, oh my gosh, that's so much. How am I going to do it? You know what? I've stuck to it. I've, well, sometimes I'll separate it into week one, week two, if it's going to be a bigger project. But having that keeping me on schedule. I mean, even this week would be a good example. I've been working on a painting that is a 24 by 36. It's larger than normal and it's got a lot of detail and I needed to get it done this week. So I spent more nights up later than I normally would have been to get this done, to, to fit that schedule. And the great thing about this is, and I've heard people comment, oh, then you're rushing your work. No, I'm not rushing my work. I'm a professional and I keep to a schedule. But the really great thing is, Having set that type of deadline for myself, these goals of I'm getting this amount done in this amount of time, I have produced so much more work in the last couple of years than I have my entire life previous or prior to this. So those goals to me, setting those goals, understanding my priorities that playing video games, not that important. Sure, I may play every once in a while, but I mean, I used to play eight hours a day. That sort of, it was a little ridiculous, but understanding what was and wasn't important to me or important enough. How bad do you want something? You are going to have to cut certain things out of your life to make certain other goals happen if you want those goals mm -hmm. bad enough. We want to say, oh, I still get to hang out with my friends all the time I want. I still get to do this all the time I want. When you add more things, there there are only so many hours in the day. So while we can give you tips on getting as much done and as possible, realistically, you're going to have to cut stuff to make other things fit in. You can't just keep yeah. adding without cutting something else out. Yeah, no, definitely. And deadlines are a big deal. And that's that's the thing about it. If Especially if you're working on a large project and you have to think about, you have to roll the tape forward, think about where you want to be. I believe you, you do that often and you do it incrementally. I think about a year, three years, and five years uh, for myself. Uh, you may be a person who does it 10 years. I can't 
I can't think that long, <laughs> uh, usually. But what I try to do, though, is I think, okay, those are the deadlines. This is what I want to do in one year. What am I going to have to do, though? And I backward deconstruct all of this. And I've been using a tool called Asana. Uh, there's others, Trello and things like that. But it's just an organization tool. And you can get a large project done by using some of these tools. And that one is a really good one. What does that one do? I'm interested now. Okay, so what it does is you just put projects in here and you label them according to what the project is, but you can have an overarching project that includes all of these things. And you have subtasks within tasks, and you can also assign tasks if you have a team to other people. You can put deadlines and dates, obviously, within these things. You can tag stuff. You can attach things. This is um, an app? Has this is an app, but it's also a web-based application. What's it you know what I mean? I know you said it, but I don't A-S-A-N-A, A-S-A-N-A, Asana. We'll put a link to it in the show notes. I'm looking it up I now. really love this. I'm getting ahead of all you guys. This is something... <laughs> this is something that I've been able to, like when I released my Beginner's Colored Pencil course, this thing took close to a year to develop. And then once it was developed and released, then I iterated and improved it. I had to use something to organize my time. Otherwise, nothing's going to get done. And sleep is a non-negotiable for me. I have to think. I have to do math during my day job. I can't go in there groggy. But anyway, with this tool now, I'm also releasing a, a huge project right now in, in my art business that hasn't been announced yet, but I'm real excited about it. But I'm organizing everything in Asana. And you have to do something like this to be able to to get everything out of your head, get it in a spot, because you can't contain all the information that you need to have uh, analyzed and you need to be able to project and put dates on these things. You cannot do that in your head if your project is big enough. And so, but the nice thing about it is you can go backwards and you can decide, okay, this has to come before this. And then once I get this done, then this is as this domino effect and I can accomplish these things over here. You know, the thing, the thing about it is though, you make, you make a decision, you make these choices and you decide on what, you know, what you're going to allow to uh, monopolize your time, I guess is what I'm getting at. Cause here's the thing about watching TV or something like that. If you, if you do those things, if you, and if you decide you're going to go hang out with friends or you're going to watch TV or something like that, something that, you know, I don't want to put TV watching and visiting with friends because it is important to maintain relationships. I get that. But here's here's the other thing about it, though, is you have to decide what, what is important there because there is a uh, an opportunity cost and you decide ahead of time, okay – I am going to do this in my art business. I'm going to get this accomplished in the next year or five years. But right now, tonight, if I don't do X, which is in the project plan and which is on my calendar and I said was important and I have a, a date, a hard date here that I set for myself that I'm going to have X done, then if I do this tonight, the opportunity cost is I may have to move that that date that I set for myself, this launch date or whatever it is, you know, Lisa with Lisa. I mean, she backward dis, uh, deconstructed this and said, I'm going to put out a video every week uh, that met an end goal of hers, whatever that was. And, you know, you're the same way you can decide, you know, OK, if I put out this every week or whatever, then the end goal in a year, two years, five years, three years, whatever is going to be X, whatever it is. And, you know, having that consistency, though. Just says something to yourself, and it fuels you on to accomplish more. And it says, "I'm serious about this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to accomplish this, 
regardless of whatever else is going on. And you communicate with family and friends and you let them know. You say, listen, this is a season in my life. You know, these things aren't constant. They're not forever. But you say, this is a season in my life. I'm accomplishing X right now. And they'll respect you for that. They'll know why you can't do everything. They'll know why you, you know, uh, say no to different uh, commitments or that uh, you're invited, you know, to go do something and you can't do it. But it's just seasons in your life. And you have to keep your head down and decide, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to accomplish this. And this means every week I'm going to do this, whatever it is. And the end result, if that's worth it, then you're going to, I think, have the stamina and the encouragement to look at your progress that you're making and know you can get to that end goal. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to want to accomplish what you're going to what you are ready to accomplish and what you're going to accomplish, but they're not going to have the stamina, they're not going to have the the willpower to do it. That I, I don't know about you Lisa, but that's if if there's any talent with me at all, and it's not in skills or anything like that, it's just with grit and bearing you know bearing down and getting something done. I can usually outlast most people around. Yeah, me that's pretty much because I can too. do I can do the boring thing, and I can st- I can stay focused on something and just get it done. And the being consistent is such a big deal. I mean, and just I know this isn't totally your question, yeah. but when you go into trying to be successful in something. Make sure you set those goals. Make sure you know. I mean, if you're going to have to give stuff up, if you're going to have to give up go see, hanging out with friends as often as you would like, if you have to give something up, you better be sure that you're going to follow through with this and make it worth it. I think that that's a mistake yeah, that a lot right. of people make. They, they start off thinking, okay, I'm going to do this and realize quickly, oh, I'm not in the mood for it. I'm not going to follow through. Then you should have just spent all that time. You missed out on all that time with your friends then when yeah. and you didn't accomplish anything. Um, I mean, being consistent is such a big deal. And anyone who's trying to be successful in anything, that consistency is a big deal. We see this with YouTube a lot. Yeah. Most YouTubers don't make it long term because they're not consistent. If you are not going to be consistent, don't bother. Honestly, there's no, unless you're just making a quick promo video that you're going to embed onto your website. But if you're trying to grow a following on YouTube, if you cannot be consistent, don't do it. Don't bother. Don't waste your time. Um, I mean, you upload it if, the, if it's something that you think is fun. That's one thing. But if you're doing it for the goal of being successful and you're not going to be consistent with it, it's not going to get you anywhere. And it's the same thing with art in general. If you're not going to be consistent, it, why mm-hmm. give up that time with your family and friends? And I, this, again, right. comes back to prioritizing. I don't want to tell you what you should do that you should give up time with family and right. friends. Maybe that is what's more important to you in life. Maybe that is what you... I mean, if that's what you enjoy, then that's what's important to you. Then maybe yeah. that's what you should but take. But it's a trade-off. Yeah. You just have to decide where you want to go and which is more important to you. Um, and be consistent. Don't waste the time of not right. spending the time with your family and friends when you could have if you were not going to be consistent with the art in the first place. Now, here's one thing that, that may help. And some people will think this is woo-woo stuff. And I'm sorry if you think that. Most of you, I think, will agree that this does work. And I know it works because it's been proven. And um, athletes do this. Artists can do this as well. Here's the thing. You can decide what the goal is going to be in a year to three years or whatever it is, and you decide what it's going to feel like, what it's going to look like, and what the accomplishment is going to mean to you. And so that can help you to stay motivated and say, okay, in one year, I'm going to have X, whatever that is. And maybe it's at a certain amount of money per month. There's nothing wrong with that. You're in business. You should be making money. Whatever the goal is, though, you need to have that 
something put that out there in front of yourself and say that is my goal and if that's something that helps you to stay motivated in the short term and in the long term and staying consistent and staying focused then go for it do that and decide you know i'm going to allocate this time because i've got x on the horizon and i that's going to afford me this. and don't just say it write it down that yeah write it down write it down and i am not above creating a vision board and saying okay i'm going to own this car or this whatever and you know for you out there saying oh john you're materialistic no here's what happens you need to have it it's not about that but it what it does sometimes and depends on the goal, is you need to have something that is short-term and that you can put your mind on and say, okay, I can work for that for a little bit. And you can change those goals later on. But if these are little tricks you can do to yourself if you need them. You don't have to do that, obviously, but sometimes it it helps in the short-term to stay focused because then what happens is you start this habit and you start this this routine and you say okay i I created that good habit i know in the long term five years this will get me this which is what i really want it wasn't about the car it wasn't about the vacation or whatever but if it's something in the short term that you need to do for yourself you're you're tricking your mind to do that and use it it works it's a tool i actually did that myself several years ago with um youtube i figured out okay i was not happy with my current income it's hard selling artwork and and being consistent enough to pay bills i mean i can pay bills but i have to save a lot of it because you have dry spells and then you have spells where you you sell a lot yeah and i wanted something that was going to be a little bit more consistent and i figured i needed a certain amount of money per month in order to be able to buy a house Mm -hmm. and car payments and all the bills and everything like that 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 would be the minimum that I needed to move into the type of neighborhood, the type of house that I wanted. And I figured out how much I was making on YouTube. I thought I was going to do it through YouTube AdSense. That is not how it ended up working. I actually, Patreon has made all the difference for making something consistent. But at the time, I didn't know that. I'm thinking, okay, I need to, if I have this many subscribers right now, and I make X amount of dollars on YouTube right now, then I need this many subscribers to make this amount. And actually, the way that YouTube works, and because of AdSense, it doesn't really equate that clearly. Um, you really never know yeah, how much you're going to make. Yeah, but the point's still the same. The point, yeah, the right. point was the same. I decided once I hit 250,000 subscribers, I should be able to buy a house. And that was my goal for a very long time. And I just kept kind of focusing on that. And it kept me going because it's slow. I mean, building the YouTube channel was not a fast process, but I just kept that in my head. And while I changed my goals as time went on, it got it kept me going. It kept me having that thing to look forward to. This is awesome, though, Lisa. This is the same kind of stuff that I do, uh, not not only with my art business, but in, in my day job as well. But here's the thing. <laughs> What's funny is, you built up a habit of doing something because of an end goal. The end goal, if you if you heard what, what Lisa's saying there and what I was trying to say earlier, the end goal is not as important as the habit that you're creating because the end goal will still happen. The means of accomplishing the end goal may change, but the habit of doing the work of getting that done does not change. That has to remain the same. And 
so I hope that made sense. But here's the thing: you got to do you're grinding it out. You got to grind out the work. You got to do that work regardless. And the 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 vehicle for accomplishing whatever it is, you know, Lisa thought that it was going to be a certain ad revenue that it was going to come from a certain spot, but it came from somewhere else. Didn't matter. The work that she put in helped pay. You know, it 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 paid off anyway. And so that that's my point about that. So, yeah, find out what the goal is. Yeah, just one other thing I want to add to that. One of the questions that I'm asked pretty much every single live stream that I do is, how do you get yourself motivated or keep yourself motivated to paint or draw when you're not in the mood? You create a habit. I know I need mm-hmm. to get X right. amount of work done in order to reach those goals that I previously set. And if I don't get that work done, I don't get paid. So it's really important to me to make sure that I'm hitting the, it's a job like anything else. And if you are trying to make a living out of this, you're trying to make this your profession, you need to take it very seriously. But once you hit that where you're just yeah. used to it, this is my habit. I mean, tonight, I know when we're done recording the podcast later on, I'm going to go paint. That's my habit. That's what I'm going to do. I'm not yep. going to sit around and go, oh, I'm tired. Gone. I just want to watch TV. I just want to, I keep saying TV. It's funny. I don't even have TV, but um, I have a TV. It's just not hooked up to anything. But Or Netflix streaming or yeah, whatever Netflix, it is. That would be a better know, or go read a romance yeah. novel or whatever. And there are Netflix shows I want to watch right now. Um, what, yeah. Iron Fist. That one looks really interesting to me. I don't have time. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go sit at the easel and work instead because that's the habit I've gotten into and it's not a struggle for me anymore. There were times where it was, where it was like, I want to do this instead. I want to do that instead. Now I'm so in the habit of doing it that it doesn't even cross my mind to go do something else. This is what I have to do right now. That That's the way it is. Yeah. Now, one thing about the habits, and I'll get off this, uh, but th- I think this is really important and something that would be unexpected if you're not doing this currently. That is that when you start a habit, when you start doing something and you know you've scheduled it and you say, okay, this is part of my routine. I'm, I do this. This. this is me. I do this kind of thing. I'm so and so, and I do this. You know, and you just do that. Then you don't ever have to think about it. It takes up no more bandwidth in your mind any longer. What happens is you free your mind up to be creative in other ways. And I'll I'll give an example of that. Years ago, when I just struggled all the time with my finances, I was constantly trying to make my uh, make my payment uh, to uh, for my electricity before I got you know, the termination notice and stuff like that. And it was so ridiculous to live like that. And I look back on it like that, that was ridiculous. Not, but I didn't have the money a lot of times though was part of the problem, but many years like that, it was ridiculous because I spent so much of my life worrying about how I'm going to make a payment on something when I got set up on even billing and I, and I just scheduled it. And I said, this isn't my money. It goes to these bills. Then it, freed up my mind to do other things. <laughs> so it's the same kind of thing with opportunity cost. I mean, it's like you have a habit. You build in a habit when you go into the bathroom. And we've talked about this, I know, in the past. In the morning, you go into the bathroom, you take your shower, you brush your teeth, you put on your clothes, you do whatever, and you drink coffee in the morning. You have a habit. You have a routine. And you're just doing something. When that happens with your art business or any other commitments that you make in life, you're going to be surprised, I think, at how many things work out well for you and how creative you can be and how solutions can just come to your mind because you're not wasting your brain thinking about things that you should have just decided ahead of time anyway. 
Now, look, I really love this question, Chi, and I really appreciate you giving this question to us, and you've worded it so well. Didn't you think she did a good job of that, Lisa? I think she Very much framed so. this so well. I was excited when I when I listened to the voicemail. I was like, oh, this is a good yeah. one. Yeah, it's just a, it's, and it's a good talking point for us to be able to just, you know, talk through these things. And these are the kind of questions that I get often in emails. I'm sure you do as well, Lisa. And it's a thing that, you know, I, I enjoy talking about this. And I just want to encourage you to keep at it and write things down, make these decisions ahead of time, and just decide, you know, it, the biggest part of the work on any of this stuff is thinking about it and planning for all this stuff ahead of time. I, I'm never going to be bothered by how long it takes for me to plan something and to write things down and to arrive at decisions because the more I plan and organize and get everything written down, the better off I'm going to be. And so take the time to do that and to just brainstorm and prioritize and figure out you know, how you're going to accomplish this stuff going forward. All right. Well, if you would like, again, for your voicemail to be featured here on the show, you can just go over to sharpenedartist.com slash podcast. And over there on the right-hand side, you can click on the Speak Pipe plugin, and it'll bring up a little voicemail area there for you to submit yours to us. You can also email us, podcast at sharpenedartist.com, and you can reach out to us on Twitter. Lisa's at Lockery. I'm at Sharpened Artist. And any we're probably at those handles at any other social media that has popped up today all right and we will talk to you guys again next week bye thanks for listening to this week's episode all the show notes can be found at www.sharpenedartist.com mcdonald's 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 all right talk to y'all later talk to y'all later (laughs) how are y'all doing all right